This creed that we say is, is quite literally dropped out of heaven from the Holy Spirit to the apostles on the day of Pentecost. Now, uh, historically speaking, this isn't accurate. There's a lot of continuity between the ideas of the Apostles' Creed and the, the thinking of the apostles, but the, the words, the phrases, the, the ultimate shape of that creed are something that comes together over the course of many centuries, and we can actually trace that development. But calling it the Apostles' Creed and this legend of the Apostles' Creed is just a good example of one modern misconception, one long-standing misconception about early Christianity, that what we believe and practice today is exactly the same as what was believed and practiced in the early church. That's one extreme uh, that isn't quite accurate. The other extreme that isn't accurate is the idea of radical discontinuity, the conception that uh, what Jesus uh, preached to the apostles was somehow lost, suppressed by powerful forces in the church uh, that have covered that, uh, 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 that the truth of Jesus up since then, and that truth needs to be uncovered somehow. Uh, probably the most famous modern example of this is the 2003 novel by Dan Brown, The Da Vinci Code, which argued that in 325, the year of the Council of Nicaea, which we're going to, to study many, many lectures from now, that suddenly uh, the church led by Constantine decided to cover up uh, this longstanding belief in the humanity of Jesus uh, with re- replace it with this idea of a divine Jesus. Um, and that instead, what the uh, Da Vinci Code by Dan Brown argues is that Jesus was really just a human being. Uh, in fact, he was a human being uh, who was a, especially devoted to worship of something called the sacred goddess, which plays a big uh, portion in, in Dan's book, although not nearly as historically uh, important as he makes it out to be. And that he was somehow married to Mary Magdalene, had a child, etc., etc. Um, the basis of that book, entirely fictional, but the basis of that book is a, a common modern misconception about early Christianity, that Jesus taught one thing and that the church uh, completely abandoned that and went off in an entirely different direction. And just like the, the misconception of absolute continuity, this misconception of radical discontinuity it is not accurate either. Historical reality is much more complicated. It always is, but that makes it more interesting. Historical reality teaches us that early Christianity was marked by diversity. There were a lot of different kinds of Christianities that were operative in in the very earliest years. But that diversity wasn't anarchy. It wasn't complete and total difference that was all over the map. There was a common center, a common religious vision that gave a shared identity to most of the Christian groups. And we're going to talk in this course about the development of that shared identity, um, the unity that underlies that diversity. Um, The second point in historical reality is exactly that development. Things did change uh, over the course of time. Early Christian thinkers strove for clarity about what they believe. If you've ever spent much time with the Old and New Testaments, you know that there's lots of ideas that are moving in lots of different directions. And uh, early Christian thinkers were trying to put all those pieces together, uh, come up with a a clear message that they they could then communicate not only to themselves, but to the world at large. And... uh, Honestly, as that development grows, it grows with some continuity, um, but it also leads to a tremendous amount of conflict. And one of the major themes that we're going to be dealing with over the course of these lectures are all the different conflicts that arose as er different early Christian thinkers were trying to uh, clarify their beliefs, and they began to clarify them in, in different directions. A helpful analogy here is probably the organic growth of a seed into a tree. 
Um, and if you've ever uh, seen a time-lapse photography that shows a seed growing into a plant or, or into a larger tree, like a, an acorn into an oak tree, you know that it doesn't just grow in one perfect direction with no twists and turns. In fact, it, the, the seed, uh, the plant that grows out of it, uh, moves left, it moves right. It's still the same plant, but it's feeling around for the best way to reach the sun, the best way to reach water and minerals. And that feeling around meanders a bit and occasionally reverses itself over the course of that life of the plant. And we're going to find that early Christianity did a lot of meandering in that way too. So development, not discontinuity, there's lots of continuity, but real sincere development uh, in addition to the diversity that we find in the early church. Now the central themes that we're going to cover over the next 30 lectures uh, that extend really for those first 400 years, from, from the death of Jesus somewhere around the year 30 A.D., up into the Council of Chalcedon or Chalcedon, you can say whichever you like, in the year 451 A.D.